great evening, folks. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin here. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And tonight, first of all, how are you doing tonight? How are, how, how are you feeling? That's my question to you. Okay. How you feeling? How you doing? Doing well. Okay. Well, welcome to the rat. Folks, it's approximately 11.40. And you can tell by the yawn that I'm a bit slightly exhausted. Had a long day. Productive day, of course. As many of you are aware, I'm I'm moving out of Houston, Texas. I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to have my place, but... I'm going to spend a year in a foreign country. And we've been, not only did I buy myself a, I bought myself a tie hole yesterday in the country. And I've been looking at penthouses here. And tomorrow I will make my decision. But tonight's about you, okay? Tonight is all about you. And I want to give you guys the opportunity to pick my brain. And if you're brand new to the podcast, I'm Wesley Virgin. And every night around midnight, I go live and give everybody the opportunity to ask me questions or to pick my brain. Because this is the question I get all the time when I'm out and about. Wesley, can I pick your brain? I would like to pick your brain. So I thought to myself, well, why not just go live via my Instagram account? And allow people to post questions in the comment section. And I will answer it. Okay. And we could talk about manifestation, business. It doesn't matter. Anything that you want to know. As it relates to helping you. Get what you want out of your life. And typically the people that listen to this podcast are. My Genie Strip family. Shout out to my Genie. Script family, let's go. All my students, my manifestation students, and just normal average people that are looking to go into business or they're looking to manifest their dreams, understand their mind a bit more, and just to have a, a, a deeper level conversation about life. That's what I'm all about, right? I'm not about insipid conversations about anything. I like deep very immersive conversations about life, reality, how to create reality, how to dream and dream big and dream so big that it's very difficult for you to believe it. That's what I like. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about here tonight. Or, I mean, um, that's what you guys can ask me any question that you may have here. And once again, thanks for the likes and shares. Thank you for smashing the like button or sharing this out to your to your followers okay and let people know um you know i go live every night and this is free and you can ask me anything i've had many people quit their job earn their first million and um just from the rent just from the rent itself you're not required to buy any products but people have breakthroughs and you may have a breakthrough tonight on this right here, okay? 
So let's go ahead and get started here. Go ahead and comment your names below. Let me give you outstanding, beautiful people a shout out here. I love you too, Trinity. I love all. Hey, by the way, just in case you haven't heard it lately. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. And you got this. Okay, everything's going to work out in your favor. It's okay. Keep working. And if nobody in your life got your back, I do. Okay? Now, I might not be in your country or your city, but I got your back, which means I believe in you. I believe in your dreams. They're crazy. Cool. They're insane. Great. Okay? So, whenever you're feeling down or sad, I get it. Come to the rant. Come to the podcast. It's free. And just listen to me. Because once upon a time, I was just like you, struggling financially, didn't know exactly what I wanted for my own individual life, just in chaos. But now my life is organized, I'm successful, I'm happy, I'm a father, I mean, I mean I'm just, I'm living the freaking dream right now. I mean, you have no clue. I, I'm just living a perfect life, and I thank God for that, and I'm so grateful and this is the reason why I make a contribution to you, because I believe that once a man or a woman reach a certain level in his or her life, he or she should make a contribution to other people's life. And that's what I'm doing for you. So don't be afraid. Talk to me here. Hey, Giselle, how are you? <clears throat> hey, Jasmine, how are you? Erica, how are you? Oliver, dear Erica, Jen, hey, how are you? Love you. Ollie from Sweden. Thank you so much. Gayan, Shusti, Liza. Now listen. Uh-oh. I know someone getting scared when I start raising my voice. You know what time it is. Daddy West is getting ready to speak. Listen. Okay, this is a rant, which means I'm unfiltered, Okay. If you're an overly sensitive person, take your ass to bed, go to sleep, okay? If you want to hear that the flowers are red, roses are red, violets are blue, take your ass to sleep here. I'm here to be honest, brutally honest, which means whatever question you ask me, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to filter my tongue here, but understand everything that I talk about and I share with you is out of love. Many of you want a mentorship, but you want a mentor that's convenient to your feelings and to your needs. That's not what mentorship is. Okay. When you get mentored by a person, that means you trust them. You believe what they're saying to you is true. And you take action on what they say. You put your feelings and your beliefs to the side. You open your mind. And you let this person pour inside of you. And that's what I want to do. I want to pour inside of you. Okay. And if you allow me to do that, I will. And I would do my best to help you. Is that cool? Okay. Hey, Ricardo, how are you? Princess Diana's in the house. We got Legault as well. Marty, how do we get that kind of money? How do we get what kind of money? Hey, Brian, how are you? Now, listen, if you're going to comment questions below, be very specific. Okay, with your questions. 
Okay, think about them first and be very clear with your questions, okay? Tanya from Birmingham, what's going on? How are you? Okay. Wesley, in the beginning of your journey, how did you become acquainted with the God in you? Well, great question here. So many of you know that my parents are pastors of a church, so I was raised to be Kojic. I'm a pastor's kid. And obviously, I was immersed in your dating with Christianity, right? And so that's how I learned about God, obviously. But as I got older and became an older man, I started to read different books. And I wanted to really understand God and understand just life in general. Understand why some people were poor and some people were rich. And why do people go to church? So um, what I realized that. God itself doesn't necessarily have to be a spirit in the sky. When I think about God, I just think about creator because that's what God did in the Bible. When he created things, right? He didn't do much. He just created a bunch of stuff. So if God created man and woman, if that's what you believe, then I believe there is a God in you because I believe that we directly and indirectly create our lives based off our attitudes, our actions, our behaviors. We're always creating our life based off our thoughts. Like even right now, you're creating your life. Like you're thinking about something, maybe listening to my voice, listening to the rant, getting excited because I'm live with you right now, talking to you, mentoring you. So you may be happy about this. So like if you're happy and feel inspired right now because you're listen to a man that's worth $40 million, then you may be compelled to create a reality that may be happier. You may hear something that may allow you to believe something for your life that you didn't believe before. Make sense? So when I talk about the God in you, and, you know, I just, honestly, I just came up with that myself, honestly, uh, just through pure logic, that when I think about God, I just think about creator. So I'm a creator. So the God is in me. And to create is very powerful. And I understand a little bit about the mind because I've read a ton of books about the mind and the psychology of the mind. Which means I understand that nothing can exist in the world or in your life without thoughts. Thoughts are the beginning stages of reality. Okay. So that's how that all happened. So shout out to Pastor Virgin and Pastor Joanne Virgin, which are my parents. Why do you want to leave the country? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, I'm in a different phase in my life. Um, for the last couple of months, I've been, I've, I've made a decision to evolve. And I, I'm becoming, let's just say I'm becoming a different person. But the different person is a better version of what Wesley was before, even though I was great. But I want to be even better. And you might say, well, what does that consist of? Well, <clears throat> um, I want to be better dealing with people. I want to learn to be more compassionate. I want to learn to um, mature in a way to be an outstanding example to people. That's just a great example, like money, 
you know, obviously I'm an example when it comes to money and finances and maybe, you know, just being a um, phenomenal man, but I want to master every area of my life, including relationships, love, right? Some of the more sensitive areas that sometimes could be out of your control. And right now I've decided to immerse myself in business because, well, I just have a vision and I have some huge things that are taking place in my life that I'm blessed to have the opportunity to entertain. And I'm, I'm coming, I'm going to a different country because I want to be locked in. I want to be focused. I don't want to be bothered. And I want to create a, an environment around me to excel to um, one billions of dollars to um, I will change the world um, through different things that I'm creating, if that makes sense to you. So, um, yeah, and I need to be immersed. I need to be in a state of mindfulness. So I'm going to a place where no one knows me at all. As a matter of fact, I don't even speak the language and I'm going to learn the language. Just want to be totally disconnected. In America, it's cool. You know, Houston, Texas is cool. But honestly, Houston, Texas is just boring for me. I've been that all my life. And it's just not advancing. It's not evolving the way that I think. I just think very differently. I'm not saying that people in Houston, Texas don't think the way that I do. But I don't know. Sometimes I think you need to separate and put yourself in environments that are challenging um, that you'll have to be adaptive. And I think that will create growth. And I'm just evolving. You know, I'm changing. And I'm changing into something extremely phenomenal. A man in every area of my life. So don't be surprised if <laughs> see some phenomenal things take place. But like I said, I'm still going to have my place. I'll be back and forth. You know, one month here, one month there, two months here, two months there. So um, for all my Houstonians, um, you know, I'll be back every once in a while. And I've always wanted to be nomadic. Like it was one of my goals to be able to live in different countries around the world. Eventually, I would have four to five homes that I will own that I can travel to those homes around the world. It's just what I want. You know, I just want things that are different at times. Change. You know, as we know it, I have one life to live. You as well. And I want to be able to live my life doing exactly what I wanted to do without anybody holding me back. Only people that supports me and support my dreams and what I want to do. Paris, France, how are you? Let me see here. Questions here. Do you or have you ever sat with plant medicine such as Ayahuasca Campbell? No, never. And honestly, I've spoken to people who've done that stuff. I don't think it's necessary. And I get like DMT, you know, it's a drug that causes you to hallucinate. I've heard people saw God. But what I'm saying, you don't have to take that medication to achieve that state, whatever state you want. Most people, most people don't even have an intention when they do it. They just want to feel something different in your body. But this can be achieved through meditation. And I truly believe if you want to take all that stuff, DMT, Ayahuasca, you know, whatever drug you're taking. But I'll say this. You just need to know what you want. Like before you take this stuff, 
Know what your outcome is. And I think this is why people do so much stuff in life. They just try things, drugs, shrooms, mushrooms. I mean, I had friends try all kinds of stuff, even rich friends. But honestly, I don't think people know what they want. And I have a lot of rich friends. They do a lot of weird drugs. And I think they do these weird drugs because once you make a lot of money, it's like, what else do you do in life? Because everybody is not like a motivational speaker or inspiration like me. Like everybody's not talking to the world and helping people. So they make a ton of money. They buy a lot, a lot of stuff. But it's like, now what? What do I do now? So they're just seeking what they call enlightenment. But they never really define what enlightenment means to them. And I think the issue is people just don't know what they want. And if you don't know what you don't, like, if you don't know what you want out of life, then you're always going to be on this search for something that doesn't exist because you never really define what it is that you're searching for. Does that make sense? And I get it, a lot of you trying to make money. So some people do it because they want to make money, want to be wealthy. They want to find the minute, you know, whatever, for all different reasons. But um, that is not necessary to manifest, to have the things that you want out of life. But even though, and I want to give you, give you guys this advice on the top of my heart. I, I know that, like, if I ask you, like, what do you want? I know that seems to be a very simple question, but it's not. It's very difficult. Like, what do you want for your relationships? Like, you know, when you get married, like, what kind of woman you want? What kind of man you want? What type of finances you want? What do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do in life? Just what do you want to do with your life? Because there's so many options. There's so many things that you can do got millions of things hundreds of millions of things they can choose from like what kind of house you want to stay in a high-rise penthouse do you want to stay in sweet and you want to stay in t like there's so many options here so it takes time like it took me a very long time to really understand what i wanted to do with my life and listen it's constantly changing it can change because you're always getting more clear about the person that you want to be on this planet here okay so like I said before, all that stuff is not necessary, all those drugs, to be able to reach this state or this surreal state of enlightenment. You just need to know what you want and meditation is fine. And you won't throw up and you won't like shit all over yourself because with Aviasca, that's what happens. You throw up, you're going to have all types of defecation. It's insane. <laughs> I've heard terrible stories, but people do it. What's next? Have you ever tried any drugs? You know, I'm going to be honest. No, I have not. I've never tried drugs in my life. I'm just not a drug. I mean, listen, I I do understand why people take drugs. What I don't understand is why people don't think or, or even consider there are other options to be able to achieve that state that they're getting through the drugs. Like weed, for instance. Man, you know, that's a debate. It's going to be a debate about weed. For the rest of our lives. Some people say, oh, it's natural. It's from the ground, whatever. Listen, you're only smoking weed because you don't feel great. Let's keep this elementary for a second. Many of you smoke weed because you don't feel good. So when you smoke it, you feel good, correct? You smoke cigarettes, you vape. I mean, but it all comes from this feeling of not feeling your best. And we feel that drugs give you that. But the problem is it's just temporary. And it's more debilitating than it is productive to the body. Like drugs... I don't care what you say. Drugs are not, no drugs. They're not beneficial for the, the body. You can't argue with me and tell me how weed and shrooms and vapes and, you know, it is not healthy for the body. 
at all. And many of you already know that. But the issue is, and this is the one thing that's not taught in school, in grade school, emotional management. People that tend to do most of the drugs just don't have the ability to manage their emotions. So if you can't manage how you feel, like you feel disappointed, depressed, sad, hurt, stressed, whatever, then you just take a drug, right? Whatever drug, Prozac, whatever. You take a drug because it relieves the pain, the emotional pain. And all, and you have to understand, emotional pain is nothing but not organizing your thoughts properly. That's it, or not understanding how to manage them or how to reframe them. And what the drug is, it just kind of makes the thoughts dormant. So you're not really thinking about the thoughts and it's making you thinking, you know, you start to feel relaxed and happy um, because it's interfering with your dopamine levels and your oxytocin levels. And, you know, you're just feeling relaxed and you're feeling good and you're not thinking about the things that make you feel bad. Make sense? So, no, I don't take drugs and never will. Ever. I don't drink alcohol either. Yeah, I hear people, you know, but it's fun. But it's fun. You know, one thing about people that is just so saddening is that people just seek the pleasures of life. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel pleasure, but that's people's soul like almost so goal in life is to have pleasure all the time. <laughs> they want pleasure at their job. They want pleasure with people. They want people to tell them yes. They want no rejections. They want people to like them. They want people to compliment them. Uh, they want people to take, I mean, it's just people only want pleasure. But that's not how a phenomenal life is created here. Like You can't have pleasure without pain. Everybody wants the pleasure and everybody wants to avoid the pain, but everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be healthy. Everybody wants to look great and everybody wants to be rich in wealth. Well, I mean, you know, it just, it's just not how it works. Okay. Everybody just want to feel good. Listen, you have to learn, and this just takes skill. It takes practice. You have to learn how to feel good without anything. Like you have to learn how to feel good by yourself. Maybe you're broke right now, but you have to learn how to feel good by yourself, broke, right? Still trying to figure out your life and feel good by yourself. No girlfriend, no boyfriend, no man. Like just by yourself. If you can do that, if you can learn and teach yourself how to feel good, isolated, not needing validation from others, not leaving needing this fake love from other people or being with people only because they're just filling a void or gap in your life. Like if you're able to do that, you, you will become a stellar human being. People will gravitate towards you. Okay. They will. But unfortunately people, they want the pleasure, you know, that's, and that's all they want. And they hate the pain. I get it. Hey, no one likes pain. We get it. But pain is the only way to progress. I mean, honestly, it's just it. And we don't have to use the, the word pain. We use uncomfort. 
like to be uncomfortable is just the only way to progress. Because where you are right now, you're probably comfortable, right? Because you're familiar with everything you have done, the things that you got to do. You've done it for so long. But if you want something different, and everybody here wants something different, that's why you're listening to me. Like you have to be uncomfortable. And to be uncomfortable, it's painful. Because you don't naturally want to do something that makes you uncomfortable. But that's the key. Okay. Did that make sense, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, if you have, if you have lost everything, what would you, what would you do? Uh, I mean, I would just create a new product on the internet, honestly. If I lost everything, you know, um, you know, when millionaires say, "Oh, I lost everything. I lost everything." I mean, first of all, it's a lot. No one loses everything. Like, have I ever said that? I'm sorry, I lied to you. No one loses everything. I've lost a car. I lost my house. I mean, I lost my apartment, but I didn't lose everything. I still have my arms and legs. I still have my mind, had clothes, had a place to stay. So I didn't lose everything, right? <laughs> I don't think anybody really loses everything. I think they lose lose things that people put a lot of importance on, like cars and homes and stuff like that. But no one ever loses everything. You lose your mind. And the thing is about losing things, if you are able to get it, then you can get it again. Like if you had a fancy car and you got a repo, that means you had the knowledge, the skill, as long as you didn't do anything illegal to get it so you can get it again. So, you know, you never lose everything, folks, at all. I think what's important, Raphael, you need to know what you want, man. Okay? Like what do you want for your life? What's next year? Yeah, but that's not how life works. So fun is good. Well, tell me, Marty, how does life work? Educate me. So what's your vice? And I know it's not working out. I don't know, man. I don't know if I have a vice. Uh, do I have a vice? I mean, I like going to the gym. I like playing chess. Um... I mean, if I have a vice, I don't know what it is. I, have, I, I don't know at this moment. I just don't have any addictions to anything. I mean, I can go without almost everything, honestly. It's, I can just exist on the planet here. I don't have anything on the planet that I'm so addicted. Like, I gotta have, like, books. I like reading, so I'm addicted to that. I like playing chess. I'm addicted to that. I like traveling. I guess I'm addicted to that. Um... What else? Oh, I like talking. I do. I like talking to you. I like doing these rants. I'm addicted to that. So, <clears throat> but drugs? Um, going to the club, hanging out. I mean, it's just not my... Like, even last night, we went out to the club. It was cool. But it's just not my... You know what I do when I go to the club? I play chess. I'm in my little corner by myself. You know, who who's ever with me, they're having fun. And I'm playing chess. I'm not drinking. I'm just playing chess in a club for hours, stimulating my mind. I just love it. And I love because I love challenging situations. I just love it. I'm addicted to it. So, um, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, whenever I discover what my vice is, I will. I'll let you know. Have you visited every state in the U.S.? Absolutely not. 
What's next here? What would you do if your business is not making much to pay for bills and you get fired twice? Well, that's okay. I've been fired like 30 times. It's okay. If that if you got fired twice, can't pay bills, keep going. Try something new. Just don't stop. Try something new, my guy. I mean, that's just the journey. It's only two things you can do. You either give up like a fucking loser or you can get off that ground, turn around and keep moving forward. Keep trying things. Keep seeking out opportunities because they're there. Wes, what would be your exact uh, direct definition of life? The definition of life. I mean, what do you mean? The de- I mean, I guess the better question would have been the purpose of life, but the definition of life? <laughs> Look, a living being. Life is... And there's so many ways to define it. I mean, I've never thought about how I would define life. But, um... You know, I have to get back to you on that one. I just, I, I guess I would define it as just, like when I think about my life, it's just my existence. My existence here on the earth. That's what my life is. My, my perception of my existence here on the planet. <clears throat> you drink wine? No. Come on, man. You got to have a vice. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure I used to have vices. I guess one of my vices was women. I mean, I used to like just random women. Yeah, I guess. If you want to call that an, a, a, that a vice. You know, I used to be a man of just several women. You know, I never really thought about it like that. Even when I talked to women in the past, it just, you know, you know when people say, oh, you got a lot of women, you got a lot of, you know, I never thought about it like that, even though I do, or I did have access to women. Access means that I knew if I text somebody, I mean, I could be with them at any given time I want. I had a few. Like, but I just never thought about it like that, honestly. Um, so I guess that was a vice. That was an addiction. I mean, just, you know, hanging out with several women, I guess, you know. But now, that's just not what I want to do. And it's not what I want. I just don't want to waste time, honestly. You know, now I don't even want to date unless it's... Worth my while if it's something that I'm very interested in. Just don't want to date just to conquer a woman. And that's what most men want to do. Because they just want to, you know, have an intimate moment with. And that's cool if that's what you want to do. But I don't know. I just don't even want to. I just don't want to. I don't have an urge. I don't have a desire for that anymore um, at all. So I'm just in this place in my life that I'm really understanding more of myself by asking myself questions about what do I want. Okay. I mean, I'm rich now. I'm getting richer every single day. But the question is, like, what do I want now in this phase of my life? Like, what do I really want? Uh, Just from anything. And it's a great place to be, by the way. I love it. Because I'm a Tory. Is suing a great business move? Suing? Suing or sewing? If you're not happy with yourself, how do you start to change? So you're not happy with yourself, Giselle, as you're saying? Well, that's why most people change because they're not happy with something. So imagine if you would just change now in this moment. 
while listening to my voice. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Questions here. Uh, let me see. Will you ever get married? Probably not. Probably not. You know what's so funny? So today, we went to this penthouse of a young man in his later 50s. I think he probably 60. But he looked good, you know, just for age. And when I say I, because I'm looking for a penthouse, right, in the country that I'm currently in. And this man probably had the best, most expensive looking penthouse I've ever been in. I mean, when I say it's the dream penthouse, I was like, yes, sir. Like right now, my guy's working on it to see if he wants to sell it, but we want to rent it. But when I say it is the most amazing penthouse I've ever seen in my life, he was there with his three kids. And I asked him a question. I said, um, where's your wife? He said, oh, no, we're we're separated. And I gave him a high five. And, I mean, he's a wealthy man. He He's he's the guy that actually built the, the high rise and the place that he built. I mean, that was his. He built that penthouse for himself, obviously, to resell. And, you know, you see this. And I can just imagine what happened, right? You know, because successful men are like this. And this is what. Women don't understand about successful. Well, they may understand it, but they just don't care. But, you know, when a man becomes, usually a man becomes very successful, 40 plus, usually 50 plus. Successful means like, I'm talking about millions of dollars. He can just pretty much do what he wants to do. He just, he has no, um, no stops, no pauses, nothing stopping him from doing anything, right? He has complete freedom financially, okay? And... He probably was a man that got married early. Maybe before the money or maybe during the money. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that. And see, this is what happened with successful men. When a man becomes very successful, his patience becomes very short, especially with women, which means we just don't, we're not going to deal with a lot of shit when it comes to a woman. And the reason why, and even a wife, I mean, you can have a wife of 10, 20 years, who cares? We'll just divorce you. Um, I've had with Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, whatever. Right. So it happens quite normally. And it's my belief that a man, especially men that want to be rich and successful, should not even consider marriage until 50 plus, maybe even 60 plus. Don't even consider marriage because you're going to sabotage it. You know, most men do. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not saying that all men, but the majority of men, they just do successful men because, listen, first of all, men that become successful and powerful. Yeah, they're doing it because they want to do well in life, but they're doing it too because they would like to be a part of the hierarchy of men that have access to women. Just access. Not saying they want to just bang everybody, but, you know, they have access. And what happens is, I give an example. Say if this man that I was talking about that has the penthouse, say they have a great marriage. But say for the last year, they've had arguments and arguments and arguments for anything. I don't know why. And then... You know, he's doing his, he has businesses, he travels, and he meets this gorgeous 25-year-old, gorgeous 26-year-old, gorgeous 23-year-old, talking, she's inspired by him, she appreciates him, she's grateful for him, she just makes him feel alive again, it's just the truth, you read the book, The Superior Man, you understand what I'm talking about, about younger women, and this, because there's a reason why men of that caliber gravitate to younger women, and so think about that. 
that man would naturally just gravitate to her because that woman would make him feel alive, which the woman he's had for 10 and 15 years, she's like used to him. She's accustomed and very familiar. So anything that she did in the beginning to keep him, she just don't do anymore because it's just not natural for her to do it, right? Just, you know, because maybe he wasn't rich before and then he got rich. So it just... She doesn't even know what to do to keep a man like that. She's just being herself. But the problem is the man has changed because for a man to be successful, he changes tremendously, okay? Like financially, like millions and millions of dollars. I mean, this is a different man. And unfortunately, you know, he, and I told him, I said, congratulations, man. I said, that's why I'm not getting married ever. Until I'm like 70 years old, maybe 60, I don't know. Uh, I just got to be honest with myself, right? And I, I'm not saying that he had any acts of infidelity, but <laughs> it was just because he had three kids there. He's, well, he had his kids there, and um, they was hanging out. I mean, the place was beautiful. I mean, that penthouse was insane. And obviously, God is just super rich, right? But it's just like I tell men, especially men that want to be very financially successful, just you have to have a very deep conversation with yourself. It's hard because there's a part of you that wants to be faithful and wants to do the right thing and wants to be with this one woman. I get it. But when you become very financially successful, it's 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 not impossible, but it's very difficult. Okay? Like it's extremely difficult. Because, you know, you will want a woman that just doesn't give you any issues. Is it women like that? Maybe, you know, the women that really truly understand how to de- date a powerful man. Maybe. But the more money a man makes and the more powerful he becomes, powerful means that he has the respect of men and he has the respect of his peers and respect of women. His patience are very low. That's why some people call rich men um, assholes or they cocky or they arrogant or they rude. We just have a short patience and we have a short patience because we have sacrificed so much to become who we are. And I think women, even men that want to be men like myself, they don't realize the sacrifice that I had to make to be the man that I am here today. Like it was tremendous. And if you're not rich, if you're not successful financially, you don't understand the sacrifice doubt. And and I'm self-made. That's even more difficult, right? No one handed it to me. So I don't think women understand the sacrifice. So since they don't understand the sacrifice, they just think that, well, it doesn't matter how powerful a man is. He should be able to abstain and go against his nature or whatever. And, um, yeah. But I said all that to tell you that, no, I'm not getting married at all. But I will have babies. And I don't need to be married to have a baby at all. And if a woman said that men would call her a bitch, no, that's not true. Said what? If a, if a woman said what? I, <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation about men and women in relationships. But listen, men, <clears throat> men have roles, women have roles. And I think sometimes women, you know, when they hear men t- say the things that I'm saying here, they may say, well, if a woman, if you, if a woman said exactly what you said, if she wanted to sleep with other men and start to do that, is that okay? Well, you're not a man. Typically, that's not what women want to do. That's what men do. Make sense? That's just what men do in their nature. And another thing about women and men, if you want to understand the psychology, 
men have to earn their value. Women are born with their value, which means this. Women have, I mean, they can have whatever man they want. It's just they don't have to do anything to get men. Even rich men. I mean, you can have a waitress making two bucks an hour get the richest man on the planet. You can have a woman that works at the Louis Vuitton store and date the most famous soccer player on the planet. Who is that? Ronaldo Cristiano. Cristiano. What's his name? Ronaldo Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo, whatever. That famous soccer player guy. I mean, his wife worked at Louis Vuitton. Just a regular average girl. Beautiful. Beautiful. But regular and average. Money-wise. Right? So, <clears throat> well, women don't realize, you know, they do. They just, they don't want to have these type of conversations because they're so emotional. But, you know, women, you just, you don't have to earn it. You don't have to earn a man's attention, a man's affection at all. Men have to do that. Men have to not only make money, they need to work out too. Got to work out, got to have a nice body, got to look good, stay clean, and we got to make a ton of money. Women, hey, if you had the right mom and right daddy and you you look good, and you, don't, you know what's so crazy? You, you don't even have to look beautiful. You could, you could be average looking and you can have a great man. Or you can have men that would just sleep with you. Make sense? So... That, that's the difference. That's the disparity. Okay. But let's get back on topic here. We're not here to talk about relationships, obviously. Let me see here. That's not good to have a lot of babies and not married. Why? <clears throat> can Can you tell me why? Tell me why it's not good to have, like I say, if I want to have four babies and say if I want to have it with four different women. <clears throat> and you're saying that I need to be married. My question is why? If I'm able to take care of the woman and the baby, all of them, and this is just hypothetical, so folks, don't, 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 don't create the narrative that Wesley wants for different baby mamas. But listen, just hypothetically speaking, say if I did, and I'm able to take care of all of them financially with no problem, what's the problem? What, what's the deal? And I'm still an active father in every child's life, which I would be if I did. What's the, well, what's the issue? What does marriage have to do with anything? You know how many married people right now <laughs> that have children that are broke, average? They have a ton of problems. Ton. I mean, just issues. Like the lack of money to me is the cause it's the number one cause of divorce, just the lack of money. There are other causes as well, but the lack of money. Because when you don't have enough money, it just fucks with your emotions. Can I get amen? Like, it's how you feel. You don't even feel good anyway. It's like, think about if you were a man that's broke right now, don't have any money. Right? Think about it. Living paycheck to paycheck, trying to make it. Maybe you don't have a terrible life, but it's just average. Because you know somebody that have a life that you want. And you really want that life because you're looking on Instagram, right? And you're saying, oh, man, they flying around the world. we just going to Mexico and Jamaica. That's boring. Right? But and you just like, because what women do, they're constantly comparing themselves to other women. That's what they do. Um, unconsciously, by the way. And social media just makes it worse. So think about it. It's just, yeah, the lack of money just is issues. But, I mean, say if I'm a billionaire and I got four 
baby mama, so what? Why does it even matter? Everybody's going to be happy. Extremely happy. Or they'll be happier than the person that's broke with four baby mamas and four and not married. Come on, folks, think. It's just too emotional about everything here. You got so many men that have a bunch of it. I'm not, I'm not promoting them, I'm just letting you know, but Nick Cannon. But he take care of all his kids. Puff Daddy. But he take care of all his kids because he's rich. You see his kids crying about anything? Saying that they hate his daddy. Oh, my daddy sucks. No, I don't, I don't see those videos. No, not at all. Living a good life. Yeah, maybe daddy doesn't have a wife. But he might have a girlfriend. But what does marriage have to do with building and parenting children? <laughs> yeah. You know, unfortunately, many of you, and I'm not picking on you, but you just don't think because you don't read and you don't think outside the box. You just believe what was told to you. You just you read somewhere that, oh, marriage is, everybody needs to be married. I want my child to be in a marriage. And it's nothing wrong. Listen, if you want to be raised in a, <clears throat> and be married to a woman, to a woman, I mean, to a man, and you want your children to be in a household like that, I get it. You know, that's okay. You know, that's called conformity. Ain't nothing wrong with conforming. But you need to know why you're doing it. And then you need to understand that the journey that you're on is not an easy one, period. You know, to be with somebody for the rest of your life, just think about it. It's tough. Not easy. It's not impossible either. It's a lot of growth, though. <clears throat> Let me see. Let me see here. <laughs> yeah, I know some of you may say, oh, you're way too busy. You know what I learned about parenting kids? Listen, I got three children, right? Um, first of all, children... You may think your children want you. And listen, when they load them, yeah, they may want you there all the time, right? But let me tell you something about children, especially when I was building my business. I couldn't be there all the time. And guess what? I don't regret that. But listen, do some of my children sometime, I had one of my kids say, oh, Dad, I wish he was kind of there sometime when I ran this or when I did this. And, and, and I couldn't be there. And they may not like that. And it may bother them. But guess what? It's going to make them resilient because, see, a lot of you, you want your children to live in a box, which means mom and daddy there every single event, everything. They always, they always. And what you don't realize, you're creating a codependent child because when they get older, they're going to expect the same thing. See, me, when I was raising my children, I understood. Listen, I knew I was going to be rich, period. And they either going to support me or not, but I was going to do what I needed to do, even if I couldn't spend all the time with my children. And I knew if I didn't spend time with them, it would just make them more resilient. Why? Because they got to deal with that pain of daddy not being there. They got to deal with it. See, you don't want your children to deal with no pain. And I get it. That's why every parent doesn't want their children. But pain is inevitable. They're going to deal with it. If it's not from you, they'll deal with their peers, classmates. You won't even know. So if I'm not there all the time because I'm building a business, building a legacy for them, you think my children right now are crying because I didn't come to every freaking birthday party. I didn't come to every event, track and field event. Uh, No, because of the sacrifice that I made, my children, they have their own cars. My, my daughter's going to be a nurse. 
She don't have to work while she's going to school. She get an allowance from me. She sends me the budget. Whatever the budget is, I send it to her. Whatever she wants, I send it to her. I'm not like, well, daddy can't get it this week because I don't have any money. Well, daddy don't got it. Don't get No. Because it's my responsibility as the parent to understand that the sacrifice that I had to make when they were younger to provide for them handsomely when they were older. I don't want my daughter stressing in college about money. Can you imagine trying to be a nurse and stressing at the same time? No, I let them deal with that stress of daddy not being there when they were younger. And now all my children are resilient. They're smart. They're intelligent. They're powerful. And they, um, they are emotionally intelligent. My children are not depressed, crying, whining about their life, mad because somebody talking about them. Absolutely not. But like I said, that's just my, it's my two cents. And if you ever met my children, you would say that I've done, that I've done a fucking amazing job. Talk to them if you get the opportunity to do. What's next? <clears throat> What's next? In Islam, men are permitted to have as much as four wives because it is believed that men are polygamous in nature. We are. Having four wives is better than having uncountable sexual partners. Huh, I like that lifelong bliss. Yeah, you know, in the Muslim, like I'm not Muslim, obviously, but I think Muslims on Islam, they're allowed to have more than one wife. And the wives understand that. But I'm not saying the wives like it, but they understand it because that's a part of their faith. And listen, I'm not promoting it, you know, but I'm just saying there's so many different beliefs out there. Whatever belief you have, make sure you work. Make sure the belief that you have, make it work for you. You know what? I can't stand a man that's trying to convince himself that he wants to be with this one woman and <laughs> and he's out there just cheating with everybody you know it just uh, even even women you know believe it or not women are <laughs> I'm not going to even say this you know but believe it or not women they cheat more than men well we're not going to talk about that <laughs> we're not we're not going we're not going to discuss that tonight what's next here Questions here. Let's talk about business and manifestation, folks. Not about relationship. Let's get you guys rich first. Because a lot of you have a ton of problems. And if, you know, once you fix the money problem in life, this is what I've learned. Once you fix and repair the money problem, every other problem in life is easy. You know, if you fix money, I mean, you don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, men, if you have enough money, I'm not sure if you ever, ever in life have a broken heart. Because you can replace that girl within seconds. You can break up with her on a Monday and Tuesday. You're going to have the girl and the woman of your dreams. You'll forget about her when you have money. Because you can do what you want to do. You're going to have what you want to have. Okay? <clears throat> What's next here? What thoughts do you think to push past the pain when working out or having a challenging situation in front of you? Reframe it, Jessica. <clears throat> like reframe it. So when you're, I don't know if you have a particular example that you would like to share with me, but if you're having an issue in life or it's painful, ask yourself a question. Say, you know what? How am I feeling and how do I want to feel? Write that down, everyone. 
The next time that you feel some comfort, anxiety, or pain, ask yourself. It's called self-talk. How am I feeling at the moment? I'm feeling bad. Okay. Why am I feeling bad? And how would I like to feel? And what do I need to think about to feel better? Questions are like a a steering wheel in a car. It allows you to go left or right with your questions. Okay? So you can direct your thoughts. Make sense? Try it. It's very effective. What's next here? And how many clicks can I expect for one sale? It depends on the demographics. It it depends on a lot of things, not just clicks. Uh, I'm sorry, Wes, I respect you, but kids need presence more than present. Oh, God, here we go. That's totally crap, sorry. Your kids have a mother. If they didn't, they would not be like the praise to the mothers. Nothing meant. Okay. Like I said, Jelena, you can have your own opinion, sweetheart. It's okay. You know, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm sure your kids are stellar. Much love to you. What's next here? Manifestation just seems to be affirmations, meditation, vision boards, writing goals, and and hard work. Am I missing anything? No. Listen, let's let's, let's break down manifestation. To manifest, and it's not nothing spiritual. you You don't have to think about it that way. To manifest is to have a thought and make that thought real. That's it. Like, you want a car. Okay, that's a thought. What kind of car do you want? One Lamborghini Euros. Okay, great. So the process of having a thought and that thought materializing, that is manifestation. Okay? Now, how you get there, I have my philosophy. And many people have their own way of how they manifest what they want. This is what I do. First, I need to have my intention. Write this down. I'm going to teach you how I manifest. I teach this in my course as well. First... How do you manifest? What's your attention? What do you want? Okay. What do you want? Spend time with that. You got to be very specific and very clear. Two, you need to write it down. Okay. And you need to write it down as if you already have it. I'm going to say it again. You have to write it down as if you already have what you want. This is the key. Three, you have to emotionalize the experience. Which means is you have to feel as if you already have it. And you continue to go through this process. That's it. That's how you manifest anything. Okay? Because you will be presented with opportunities that would make... The manifestation apparent in your life. What's next here? Ooh, I'm yawning over here. Folks, are you getting value here? What's the next big thing for what? 
Hey, where I started trading Forex to fund my music career. And that is my why. So how do I visualize making money, trading, and having a successful music career? Visualize it. You ever heard of the term mental rehearsal? It's the same thing that athletes do before they start um, a game, practice. They go through the process of mental rehearsal. So you need to rehearse yourself trading properly, correctly, trading well. You just have to mental rehearse it. Close your eyes and see yourself trading perfectly, like how much money you want to make per day. Trading. You have to rehearse it in the mind. Because when you rehearse it in the mind, because the mind doesn't know that you're not actually doing the deal. So just rehearse it in the mind over and over again. And it's just like building the skill if you're actually trading um, real life money on your trading app. Make sense? Next question for me here. Well, we have 91 million people in here tonight. Let's go. I think I need some vitamin C. Yeah, I'm starting to wheeze a bit, but I'll be fine. Can you share the light on clickbait navigation in regards to niche, niche selection? Yeah, I would choose the top five products. Promote those. Whatever the f top five products are, it means that they're working. It means that affiliates are promoting them actively. Promote those. Like, do your research and promote those. What's next here? Questions for me here. Questions. How do you add my feeling to the intention? Well, you ever felt happy before? So remember when you felt happy. I'm going to share something with you guys. Like if you ever want to feel better about your goals and your dreams, say if you want to emotionalize an experience, this is what you do. You go back in your mind and remember a time you were happy. Do it now. Let's do it live here. You got it? Let me know when you got it. I just want you to remember a time you were happy. And I mean very happy. Okay? Extremely happy. You got it? I don't want you to remember what you were wearing. I want you to remember what you saw. I want you to remember what you smell, what you tasted. I want you to remember that now, okay? And I want you to intensify the feeling, okay? And I want you to remember that feeling of happiness right now. And as you remember that feeling and feel happy now, I want you to think about your goal and your dream. Think about it. What do you see? How do you feel? What do you taste? What do you smell? I want you to think about that you've achieved that goal right now. See yourself achieving it now, right? As you feel happy about that experience. So what I just did, and I said, I'm done. What I just did is I took a feeling of happiness from your past and I associated with the dream of the desire of your future. I mean, it's really that easy. That's just how it works. Because if you're able to feel, listen, you know, what we all want is to feel happy. Like when you get what you want, you feel happy, right? 
So when you just think about a happy moment, you just anchor. You, it's called it's called association. You're going to associate the feeling of your past with something that you want in your future. That's it. You feel the feeling first, and then you think about what you want, and you do that over and over again. And it really works with visualization as well. Got it? It's very powerful. I think I'm going to do a course on this one day. If I asked 25-year-old Wesley, where are you going to be in 10 years, what would you say? I'm going to be at the very top and be a billionaire. For sure. BBC Club. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Traveling the world. Doing exactly what I'm doing now. Mm. What if you struggle with steps to set up campaigns? Which campaigns are you referring to? Facebook? Papa Doe's. Yeah. Are you in Mexico now? I'm not. Wesley, what can't money buy? Money can buy everything, honestly. And don't say money can't buy love because it can't. It can buy everything, honestly. And you, you know, once you and if you don't if you don't think it can, you just don't have enough money. I mean, I don't know what money can, but money can buy people. It can make people act a certain way. It can buy everything physical on the planet. It can buy emotions. I mean, honestly, it's just I don't know what money. What tell me what money can buy. And don't say, well, it can get you into heaven. Uh, don't even say that bullshit, right? I, I don't know. Tell, you tell me what money can't buy. Oh, okay. You can say money can't buy love with your your children. You, you guys may say that. You know, they won't buy. Um, but, you know, listen, if you're very creative, you can do a lot of things with children. Your children can hate you. And you can do something very fascinating for them. And you can be them while you're doing the fascinating thing. You know, because, you know, one thing about people on a very prominent need, if you give people what they want, whatever they want, I mean, they feel happy about it, man. And if you give people an opportunity to feel sad about something, they will feel sad about something. Like you can give a child a, a perfect life in your eyes, but it could, but a child can say, oh, yeah, that's great. But but I wanted this, too. <laughs> well, you weren't here all the time. Yeah, you gave me a great life, but you missed my I don't know. You didn't come to this thing. Oh. <coughs> Um, right, so like anybody can feel upset, sad, or about anything what they don't have in life. But the problem with people, when they judge, they just judge unfairly when it comes to how they were treated in life. People just majority think about what's not. That's where relationships have a, a tough time because when people are fed up with people, they just think about everything that's negative. They say, oh, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. But they don't even think about the great times. They don't think about the good times. I don't, I don't know, you know. Sometimes we could be unfair. And listen, you know, some reasons in some situations you got to leave the person. But, you know, people just tend to think more about <laughs> negative shit. You know, it's just how it is. We're prime here. We're conditioned to be that way, unfortunately. <clears throat> Money can't buy everything. Tell me what, what can you not buy? If you move to Los Angeles, what area would you live in? I, you know, I, I have no clue. Money can buy attraction. People have certain types. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop it. 
I've seen the most, some of the most unattractive men with some of the most gorgeous women. And you might say, well, he's buying this. First of all, you don't know the state of mind of that woman. You can speculate and say, well, she only wants him for that much. But you don't know. You can say that, but you don't know. One thing I understand about women, despite what women say, um, I mean, I'm not, women, they do want to attract them and they would like to have one. But money, if you can provide security to a woman, it trumps the looks, man. It just does. I mean, money can turn a man that's a five and make him an eight. It's just what it is. You know, I mean, it's just the truth. So, um, oh, it can. It can buy attraction 100%. I, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, I see it every day. It's normal. It's not a big deal. <clears throat> That's why women get big boobs and big booties. <laughs> Are you in Mexico? No. What of the AI software you recommend? It's so many of them. There's so many of them, Jazz. ChatGPT is one of my faves. What do you What do you do to block negative thoughts? Yeah, Nikki, you don't block negative thoughts. Don't block them. Allow them to come and just reframe them. Allow them to come and just reframe them. So just dream. So just visualize that dream life with my dream man. Of course, yes. You know what's so funny? And it took me a very long time to learn this, and I don't know how long it's going to take you to get it. But, you know, some of the most fascinating things that people do in life comes from the simple things. just like simple daily habits that they do. Like a guy that goes to the gym, you say, oh, my God, his body is beautiful. Or a woman, his her, her body is beautiful. But he or she just did simple things every single day, right? Just simple like just recently, I've been on the treadmill. I'm on a Stairmaster for 10 minutes a day. And it's like cut off the fat off my body just that quickly. Just simple thing. I don't have to do anything insane. I just walk the treadmill. I mean, the Stairmaster. And for now, I can actually see my abs coming in. You know, my body's looking just more delicious, more carico. So, you know, I, but I know some of you just, you'll never believe that. I don't know why you won't just believe it, but. That's just that's just how it is. It's just simple things. Simple things cause us the biggest change and impact in people's lives. <clears throat> how do you view money? What does it represent to you? It's just pieces of paper. I really don't care about the money like that. I mean, I like to make money, but like money itself, like I don't I don't care. I mean, money's not a big deal. It just comes in, honestly. It just just come. It's, it's easy. Money is just simple. It's not a big deal. I don't put money on the pedestal. If you have to leave a three guided principles as a legacy for the next generation, what would it be? Huh. Three guiding principles. Um, if I'm being honest, I would say meditate for sure. Got to meditate. I'm not going to say, oh, believe in yourself. Nah. Meditate. Two, get and surround yourself in a better environment. More specifically, put yourself in an environment of people that you want to be like. Like, what have you got to do? You just got to do it. Put yourself in the environment. Three, just say no. And I'm not saying, and I'm not talking about drugs. Learn to say no. 
Like when people say that they lack focus, you're just not telling people no. Learn to say no to like almost everything. <laughs> Honestly, just learn how to say no and learn how to be comfortable saying no. Because if you can just say no to people, to things, to opportunities, to stuff, then you will become a very focused individual. Many people just can't say no. They say yes to everything. <coughs> you see things very black and white. Explain, Alicia Durant. Explain. Being a black multimillionaire, do you still feel like you need to compete with white people? I never felt that way. Honestly, I never felt I had to compete with white people, black people, Mexican people, nobody. I never felt that I had to compete with anybody, more or less white people. You know, I don't, I don't want to get into that discussion right, about black people and white people. But no, I don't have to compete with anybody, man. How would you make money today? Internet marketing. Questions for me, folks. Are you getting value here tonight? And I get it. Just because you don't agree with me doesn't mean that you're not getting value here tonight. Okay? <laughs> Does that make sense? It's ex I expect you not to believe everything that I'm saying here tonight. Okay? Of course. I'm different than you. I'm a multimillionaire. I'm successful. I'm happy. I'm not saying that you're not a multimillionaire. I'm, I'm not saying that you're not successful and happy. But you're here for a reason. Which means that my beliefs will be different than yours. Because my life is different than yours. And your life is based upon your beliefs. Get it? So if you disagree with me, okay. It's, it's not a big deal. If you want to go your way and do it your way, do it your way. So why do you buy so much white designer first of all i don't buy white designer clothes i have blue jeans i got gray jeans i got blue shirts black shirts red shirts so what do you mean white clothes you mean white people that own like i'm not even thinking that way you think i don't know if you folks you black people sometimes you think i'm thinking about oh is this who designed this was it a black person or a white person like you think i care all I care about, do I like it? And I'm going to buy it. You think I'm doing the research on designers? Like, I don't care. I don't care who made it. I don't even know. Just buy it because it looks good. <clears throat> What's next? Does it make it easier for you to focus? Is that why? Does what make it easier to focus? Why do you think not everyone is as rich as you are? I never said that. But I would say that almost everybody on this rant is not richer than myself. If you are, come on. Let's go live. If you're more successful, more wealthy. I don't mind being humbled. It's not a big deal. Right? And if you were more successful than me, financially, what's the point of being on the life? You should have your own life. Starting your own rant. Talking to other people. That's my thoughts. 
Do you go to parties or concerts? No. <clears throat> I don't go to parties. I don't go to concerts. I hate concerts. I hate crowded. I hate crowded places. I hate it. I like to be just alone. Me and my boo. Me and my girl. Me and my woman. That's it. In the in a skybox somewhere on in the VIP section. What mistakes, failures did you did he learn from in the past? And what would he do different? Who is he? Is it worth buying investment properties these days to become financially stable? Um, well, you know, the real estate market is a little bit finicky right now. I did buy a home for three thirty. And it's still not being rented out. It's going. It's just, you know, the market is not where it needs to be right now. But if you're okay with holding the money, then yeah. But uh, I would say if you can buy, buy. Florina, are you? Where are you moving to? Different country. Can you expound when you say make money with internet marketing? Yeah, like digital marketing. Like, for example, I create products online. They're digital products, and I sell them for a cost. I market them through Facebook, TikTok, and Google. That's what I do all day. If you ever need help, we do have a course that you can buy, and we'll help you. Or you can learn it by yourself. On your own. What do you think about affiliate marketing? I love it. I do that too. Do you do seminars in different cities? If so, when will you come to Florida? Nikki, invite me and I'm coming. Buy my ticket. I need to be and I have to be in first class. Okay. Don't buy me a coach ticket. Just like the girls on Instagram say, fly me out. Fly me out. <laughs> Fly me out. Weston, do you believe your pineal gland is open? I'm sure it is. Any more questions for me before I let you go? Did you guys get value? Comment the word value below. Comment the word value below. I'm a, um, I need to stop the rant a little bit early because I got to get up early tomorrow. What is the cutoff salary pay that you respect somebody? Did you What? I don't understand the question. What is the name of the digital marketing course you have? Genie Script. Can somebody put the website below with the young lady? Uh-uh. <clears throat> Do you think we would go into a bad situation with the dollar or is it just bull, all bullshit? I think it's all bullshit, honestly. Don't focus on that. Focus on you making money. It doesn't matter about the value of the dollar. Okay? To me. And if and if, if the dollar does go down or whatever, the inflation increases, just make more money. So it doesn't affect you. Um. You're very welcome. 
What made you choose the country that you're moving to? Anything in particular? Um, it's gorgeous out of here. 80 degrees. You don't need an AC in the house. Beautiful people. Good energy. Beautiful energy as well. Very inexpensive to live the lifestyle that I want to live in a secondary country. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um, I'll talk soon. If you ever want me to talk about a particular topic, just send me a DM. Don't be afraid. I'll read it. I may not reply, but I'll read it. Send me a DM if you have a topic that you want me to talk about. Okay? And remember, I love you. I appreciate you as well. Um, Go out there and make it happen. You know? Go out there and get it done. Stop talking so much. Stop talking and you stop, stop talking to people. Just go do it. Take action. Like your action, actions, do the talking. This is Wesley Bill, you're not a virgin much love. And let's go.